I'm RJ Bud from Oberland. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from the 2nd of November 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. On Tuesday the 31st, Nika Gvaramia, founder of the TV channel Tkvari Arki, asked President Salome Zurabashvili to pardon former President Misha Saakashvili, currently in jail with very ill health. In the TV First show, Gvaramia said that pardoning Misha is the only correct course of action. It would show that Zurabashvili truly cares about Georgia's EU integration. Mamukam Dinaradze, Georgian Dream, Otsneba's executive secretary, warned Zurabashvili against pardoning Misha, saying, quote, if she pardons Saakashvili, she will take responsibility for Saakashvili's actions between 2003 and 2012 and the harm done since then, end quote. On Sunday the 29th, in an interview with CBS News, Zurabashvili raised concerns about Russia's use of hybrid warfare tactics to test the waters in Georgia. She highlighted the challenge of maintaining a delicate balance between having so many Russian immigrants in Georgia and preventing any incidents that could enable Russia to wage war against Georgia under the pretext of defending Russian citizens. She also called for more public recognition from the U.S. to support Georgia's candidate status within the EU. She emphasized the importance of high-level endorsements to resonate with the Georgian population. On Tuesday the 31st, Cyber Karma, a YouTube channel known for publishing covert recordings related to Bidzina Ivanishvili's government and its ties to Moscow, released an unverified audio recording. The recording, dated March 2022, challenged the Georgian government's claim that Russia had unilaterally decided to resume direct flights to Georgia in April of the same year. The conversation of the recording had Grigori Karasin, chairman of the Russian Federation Council of Foreign Affairs Committee, and Zura Abashidze, Georgia's special representative for Russia, discussing the resumption of air travel between the two countries. Karasin sought Abashidze's advice in light of the tense situation following Russia's invasion. Of Ukraine, they agreed to delay discussions on direct flights until the situation stabilized. Abashidze later confirmed the conversation, asserting that Russia had decided to resume flights with Georgia unilaterally as the conversations on the subject were on hold. On Thursday, the 26th, the EU delegation to Georgia confirmed that they had consulted with the Georgian government before adopted controversial amendments to the broadcasting law. For instance, the law grants the Georgian regulator, the National Communications Commission, control over, quote, obscene content instead of giving it to media self-regulation bodies. They further clarified that EU directives gave member states flexibility in turning directives into national laws. The delegation emphasized the need to align with the audiovisual media services directive while regulating the protection of minors and hate speech. During the consultations, the EU stressed the importance of enhancing the independence of the Georgian regulator, which the Georgian government had specifically done the opposite of. For context, earlier in October, the parliament passed amendments that expanded the authority of the National Communications Commission. This raised concerns among NGOs, such as the Social Justice Center. Otsneba said that the opposition has since exaggerated the issue because the ruling party had consulted with the EU officials beforehand uh-huh, and just decided to ignore them. On Wednesday, the first parliament approved an amendment to the On Georgian Citizenship Law in its third reading, reducing the required residency period for foreign citizens seeking Georgian citizenship from 10 to 5 years. Once the minimum residency requirement is met, the Public Service Development Agency will 
verify applicants' knowledge of Georgian language, Georgian history, and basic legal principles as part of the citizenship process. On Friday the 27th, the Institute for the Development of Freedom of Information, or IDFI, raised two reports investigating the acceptance of gifts by public officials. According to the document, between 2020 and 2022, 49 judges or their family members received gifts worth 5 million lati, which is around 2 million U.S. dollars. These gifts could be bribed. Most of the presents came from family members or close relatives and included cash, real estate, and vehicles. IDFI recommends increased monitoring and enforcement of legal restrictions on gifts to curb potential corrupt activities. On Thursday, the 26th, Transparency International Georgia published a report evaluating the activities of the Parliamentary Council on open governance. Council is a consultative body that brings together members of parliament and civil society actors. The report covers the period from June 22nd to July 23rd and reveals that the council didn't address the diminishing transparency of the parliament and legislative process in any meaningful way. Parliament no longer considers suggestions from civil society. The council ignores the degradation of the openness and transparency of parliament. During the reporting period, the council held four sessions, had five working groups to fulfill obligations stated in the Open Parliament Action Plan, such as improving Parliament's monitoring capabilities over government spending and ensuring the involvement of citizens in the lawmaking process. Out of 19 obligations in the plan, only 10 were fully met. On Friday the 27th, Russian Infrastructure Development LLC signed an agreement with Abkhazia to reconstruct Sukhumi Airport. The Russian Ministry of Economic Development and Abkhazia's authorities are collaborating to restore the airfield operational capability. This includes reconstructing the runway to accommodate modern Russian and foreign aircraft. Additionally, the project involves building a new passenger terminal, establishing a park area around it, and renovating the historic airport building. The airport's capacity is set to handle 1,300 passengers per hour after construction. Abkhazia's parliament ratified the agreement earlier in the year with the investor's identity initially kept confidential. On Saturday the 28th, locals unveiled a bust in honor of one of Georgia's national heroes, Georgi Ansuchelidze, in his native village in Kvemo Alvani. They organized traditional events in the village center, including horse races, dancing, handcraft exhibitions, as a tribute to his memory. Yuri Ansuchelidze's family, fellow villagers, local government representatives, and members of political parties attended these events, which have been taking place annually since 2010, establishing meaningful tradition. Occupying forces in Schinvali tortured him, a junior sergeant in the Georgian Armed Forces, to death in August 2008. They relocated his body from Schinvali to Femo Alvani in November 2008 and released video footage of his torture online in 2009. Following his tragic death, he posthumously received the title of Georgia's national hero. On Wednesday the 1st, the Emergency Management Service announced that the Internal Affairs Ministry is actively localizing a forest fire that broke out on the mountain slope in the Lugela Valley in Chorotsku municipality. According to the agency, around 150 firefighters equipped with special tools, drones, and two border police helicopters are trying to extinguish the fire. However, ragged terrain poses a challenge to bringing the fire rescue equipment to the site. However, the agency mentioned that they will continuously monitor the area throughout the night. On Wednesday, the 1st of November, Elon Musk, SpaceX founder, tweeted that Starlink high-speed internet is now available in Georgia. The official Starlink page provides service pricing details with restrictions in occupied regions. The company received permission 
to offer internet service in Georgia in July 2022. The Communications Commission highlighted the significance of Starlink in mountainous and underserved areas, making high-speed internet accessible to previously unreached locations in Georgia. And that's it for this week. We want to make these updates better. Please help us. It doesn't matter if you're new or a long-time listener. We enjoy talking to you, have a conversation. You want to talk on the phone, we'll do that. You want to talk by email, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn, we can do that. Just give us a hand. We want your honest opinion. Contact us at Georgia at Rorschach.com or on Twitter at Rorschach Georgia, Instagram Rorschach underscore G or Mastodon at Georgia at Rorschach.social. Nachmandis. Thank you.